Hit me with the J-bone. <laughs> <laughs> sit back, relax, catch a contact, sit pachondriac. Let's all wash this money through this laundromat. Sneak attack, a new tag, a top worth top dollar. In fact, touch my eyes, I'll be acting like a Rottweiler. Who did you say that? Who is that? <laughs> Who's that? Is he again? I don't fucking know. Nice. Today, nice. lurking nice. in the shadows, this master, J-Rod, his partner, Hoghead, Fathead, <laughs> as he tries to find his lover, <laughs> Rated X, this weekend. You know you like it. Is that a Q-tip over there? Yeah. What the hell is that? Q-tip. We need to check for venereal <laughs> or something. Yeah. Q-tip. Yeah. He does. I don't. Venereal know. disease. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Pat over there got something going on. Man, Harbor Freight. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, man. <laughs> don't go there, man. Yeah. Oh lord. Mm. 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 Go get yeah. yourself a. A nice mm. little generator. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm gonna pass. We'll get you a couple jack stands. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it's been a little bit before we move back on. <laughs> so, <clears throat> to start it off, I guess we want to talk about <laughs> eight hours of pay. <clears throat> As these two gentlemen right here, uh, your keys. <laughs> Are sitting on top of the counter, right by your purse. It should be. Yeah, I put them up. Oh, I have yours right here. With technical difficulties. (laughs) (laughs) He's losing it. He done lost it. Yeah, yeah. Happy wife, happy life. That's right. Get that hair done. You see that mop? I saw it. I saw it. (laughs) I saw a lot of cash. (laughs) Got that maxi pad money. Yeah. Well. That's what happens when you bleed so long. You finally get paid for it. Eight hours of pay. <clears throat> if you are a bidded driver. Now, a bidded driver means that you have your bid rights. Okay? Correct. If you're a bidded <clears throat> driver, whether you be on vacation cover or you have your own bid. If management comes to you that day, even if they call you an hour before, two hours before, because it, it does say in the book that <clears throat> they have to give you a substantial uh, amount of time. There's three options. First option, got to find me working my classification um, at my bidded start time, right? Because a bidded driver does not have to answer the phone. I want everyone to understand that. You do not have to answer that phone because you are not an on-call driver. If you have a bidded start time, you don't have to answer the phone because UPS calls you, unless you want to. So you show up on your start time, and then they have to give you eight hours of pay. Okay, so your second option is just go on a super queue list. So if you go on the super queue list, and I think you had a scenario with you, but if you go on a super queue list, they still have to find you work in your classification so that it doesn't disrupt the next start time day. Mm-hmm. So, and, and your question was, is um, how would that happen if you start at 9 o'clock in the morning and don't get off till 9 o'clock, right? So the biggest thing is, is that they would have to find you work through that day before your next start time. So 10 hours before your 9 o'clock start time, you need to be off the clock. Yes, to uh, to reset. Right. So they have, they can, you know, 
bring you in at 12 o'clock to clean trailers for four hours, and then you can go in uh, and do the local sort uh, for four hours, and there's your eight hours. Correct. Because for someone who starts in the morning, it's not going to be able to do preload. Because preload starts at like 3.15, 3.45 for us. Yeah, unless you have a start time like 4 o'clock in the morning, which we have a couple runs that start early, 3, 4 right. o'clock. And right. if they cut it, then they can come in and work preload and then clean out trails and be off by like noon that day <clears throat> for lunch or whatever. Buffet. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> after, you, after you're done sweating, you're going to be hungry because you ain't used to that kind of work. Or you take the layoff. <clears throat> now, the reason – here's my argument with this because I know that um, management – to my understanding and supervision. Now, I don't, I've overheard something and I'm going to find out. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. There's apparently a, uh, an agreement with labor and our local. local. Now, under Article 6, Section 1, it clearly states you cannot have any extra contract agreements, period, uh, without the consent of, of the national IBT. Um, I'll read from it on page 16. It says, except as may be otherwise provided in this agreement, the employer agrees not to enter into or attempt to enter into any agreement or contract with its employees, either individually or collectively, or to require or attempt to require employees to sign any documents, either individually or collectively. Which that goes on with the documents, but we'll get on that later. But what article and section is that, that you're is, reading from? That is Article Six, Section One. Okay. <clears throat> that that has that's extra contract agreements. <clears throat> uh, so they, uh, which may in any way conflict with the provisions of this agreement. So that means it cannot conflict. Nothing, any, no agreement that is ever made. I want everyone to understand that there's any agreement that is ever made in the IBT that conflicts with this white page book right here, the national you to, contract. You have to go to the IBT to get yes, permission yes, first. Yes, yes, everything Correct. has to be signed, document. You know, it's just it's a, it's a business, dude. I mean, you can't just make up your own shit. <laughs> off the cuff just because you want to. See, that's what gets me with with the locals. They come in here, business agents come in here, and they make side deals with management. No, they can't. And they're not well, supposed to be doing that. Well, it seems other locals that I talk to doesn't seem to happen like that. Well, ours is special. Special local. We're yeah. special local. We're special. And to be honest with you, everybody's like, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's you know, it, it's it, here's my thing, and and Maxie Pad said it, and that book that you're reading from is the national book. It does not have any shop store's name on the front of that book. So you go in there and you dictate it, and you you twist what it says in here and make um, side deals. Um, <clears throat> We're not indicating that anyone is. Here. Yes, I'm just saying that that I'm sure I'm sure at some point down the line in the past, and I'm sure in the future that shop stores are doing that, and that book is the national for all members, right? And that's the Bible. You go by that. Whatever it says in there, that's it. Regardless, if it's for the company or the member. That's it. Now this is where me and you had discussions oh. and debates about a little bit, but go ahead. Uh, I mean, I talked to uh, the man up the road last night. And he said he was a shop steward for 15 years. And, you know, he's uh, loads trucks, works inside. And he's talking about, you know, elections getting ready to happen, whatever. And he said, 
that that's the problem now that that their shop stewards is in there making deals with management. There you go. He said he. he I mean, he's you know, making side deals and he, not supposed to be doing it by national. Good. He said, you know, a man today is not what a man was uh, when he was growing up, mm-hmm. and that, that they're just in there cutting stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean today's society has changed. I mean, we can. <clears throat> not going into that debate, but <clears throat> society in itself is, has changed. I mean, it's, it's a nice gentleman to talk to, you know what I'm saying? Old Very school. nice. Old, old school. school. Old right. school. Talk. Ain't going to get loud. But here's. Just, just let you know how he feels. And he saved shops there 15 years. And he said, right now, the shop, what's going on inside, the people inside, mm-hmm. shop stores? He said. Now, the way I say, and I, I, Max Spad and I talked about this the other day. In that book, if you're reading that book and there's a specific issue that's going on with a member that's that has an issue and they're either going to talk talk it out with management first before they file or whatever. Um, as long as it, and that's this is where the the, the debate comes. From yes, you. yes, yeah. If it is in the book and it clearly states that it's got to go this way, then that's the way it needs to be. Right. You should not be in there making side deals from what it says in that book. Now, if you can't find anything that says in that book, whatever issue that may be, that's how I, that's when I come in and say, yes, all right, shop store, you can go in there and make uh, uh, have talks with management to try to clarify and, and straighten this issue out on your on your own. But when it clearly states in that book, you go by that book, period. Period. Right, and this is where That's me and it. you have the debate on it is because <clears throat> I think sometimes as long as it's the it only affects the individual person, and there's that gray area like people like to always say, but it 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 just only benefits that one person for that day for that instance. Then I'm okay with them making a deal <clears throat> as long as it's only affecting the one person. <clears throat> no, I disagree because if that deal affects well that's what I'm saying it's very hard to find something to grieve that doesn't affect everyone. Also because once the deal's made today then management thinks they can just make a deal whenever they want. No, 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 no. No, that's <clears throat> not what I meant. I mean I, look, uh, everyone well, that's knows what they, that's see, what they mean though. But see I listen everybody knows me. I'm by the book. The reason for that is and I do understand why sometimes you know, a, a shop steward has to have that working relationship. So sometimes there's things done that, I mean, I've even frowned upon, you know, but the thing is, is that it, it's, it's, it's working, right? Cause we haven't had a, a good relationship before. Right. But now it's gotten better. Right. It's gotten better. So yeah. that's why I kind of like, I, I, I kind of overlook things or I keep my mouth shut, you know, I, cause if I don't approve of it, you know, I keep my mouth shut. Cause I'm not going to go out there and try to ruin something that we've been trying to make changes on. Which is which is working with management. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. They ask you, you know, hash but out issues. In the end, not working I, for them. <clears throat> right. What'd you say? Not working for them. But see, yeah, the, yeah, w- yeah. You work with you work with each other to to, to what the contract says. Correct. Right. Make make everybody understand. Yes. What what they, it actually means. Yes. And absolutely. Once we've told you what it means, that's what. Yeah, like it's, it's wrote there in black and white. So like next year or next yeah. month. You know, yeah. Like I said, if 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 the if the book reads that the member has no grievance, then that's I'm fine with that. Right. I'm fine with that. Right. I have no issue. I'm not going to argue I, that. I'm I've not going to argue the book. I'm not going to argue the book. I've actually you know? told people before. You yeah. Know, you don't have a grievance. Exactly. I mean, you're just sorry. Mad. I mean, I wish you know we can help you out, but uh, we can't. You have no grievance here. No. You know, but you know, good people ask me now. Remember now, but don't be disgruntled. Not a you know, steward. just you know. <laughs> kind, Just keep kind, doing your job. Kind of like another gentleman I know up the road, <clears throat> different local. 
his pool time is 10.30 at night. And by the time he does everything and gets the lead hooked to the back, and it's 10.30, mm-hmm. and it ain't done. Since we'll sort. Yeah. No, not take 45 minutes a meal. You you was ready on your pool time. Since we'll sort. It's not your, but, you know, I, th- th- things I hear around my way is uh, you need to take 45 minutes before you go on Central Sort. It don't matter. Well, it's 20 minutes past my pool time. Well, I, that, I was ready to go. It's not my problem that. Yeah. Well, that oh, no, me. no, no. You need to take 45 minutes. Well, we, we did start off with the eight hours of pay, so we'll come back to that. But since he said that, I want to get on that. Because the reason for that is, is because you have a schedule. So here's now here's my bitch, right? Because I filed a grievance, and then they try to tell me that we only bid on start times and uh, um, ending destination. But as soon as, like you just said, as soon as they want to try whatever their bullshit is, Oh, you got you got to go on meal for forty five minutes before you can go on some sort of because it's our problem that we're late, not yours. But we're going to discipline you for it because you're supposed to pay attention to your schedule. You see mm-hmm. what I mean? They play games like it all the time. Mm-hmm. When I had the grievance, especially mm-hmm. in the grievance, just to let everyone know too that this gentleman um, um, uh, that's uh, uh, the labor department, a very aggressive person. I mean, seriously, get, keep ten feet back from this person. I thought you guys were best friends. Oh, no. He told me that uh, if I don't like what he was saying, he, that I can leave. That's actually that's documented. So you're so you're, you're telling me that you're going over to his house for Thanksgiving this yes, year? Yes. No, no. Okay. He, he left. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, I digress. Um, <clears throat> but that was my grievances because then they used that one term. Oh, it's just a, a start time and a ending destination. Well, if that's fucking true, motherfucker, then why are you making me have to take my meal because you're late? I'm doing everything by my pool time. And I want to leave, but now you want to discipline me? You want to take money out of my pocket? That's stealing. And that's stealing what they always say, stealing time. Isn't UPS stealing time? And you want to come in and ask me what I was doing for this amount of seconds and this amount of minutes? And um, Well, I was trying to hold to your schedule. Oh, we only bid on the start time and then the destination. That's what I'm saying, management. Y'all really need it. it, it Supervision and management really needs to take a look. I mean, you need to understand something, or you're just playing stupid. Uh, what, what cracks me up is you're playing stupid, or you're playing stupid. It's uh, one or the other. What, what, what cracks me up is you, they, UPS pays all this money for these schedulers to make these schedules, right? You know, you know, uh, whatever Minnesota to you know Tennessee, whatever for this particular run. Well, okay, hold on, hold on, let me finish, and then dispatch wherever you're at. And I'm sure whoever's listening out here will. Hell, that's good. Exactly. Uh, you're going to take a set of empties today. Uh, you're not going to take that long box, you know. So my whole point is, why is UPS spending all this money on having schedulers if the dispatch is just going to change everything up? What's the point? You're spending, you're wasting money. UPS is wasting money on schedulers if. Dispatch is just going to sit there and, and, and change the loads. And then they change it and you hook everything up. And then they change it. And they change it. Oh, Ding. No, you're doing something else. What, what do you mean? Neither one of these is what my schedule said. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said before. Oh, you're just extra employee. <laughs> you do as you're told. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you bid. You, the thing is, is that it clearly states it in the contract. You, you bid on it, run. Because it says it right here. Article. Uh, Let's see, was it? Um, let me find it. Come on, Johnny. Come on, Johnny. Okay, here it is. Article 48, last paragraph. Except as otherwise provided above, bidding shall be on a center basis. Employees do not have the right to select. Excuse me, I went too fast. 
Article 48, last paragraph, except as otherwise provided above, bidding shall be on, on a center basis. Employees do not have the right to select any specific unit, load, or route. Okay? The route meaning or load. package. Or load. Or load. Except as otherwise provided. Now, with that being said, when you pick a run, a schedule, you're okay. not picking your loads. Those loads have already been picked for okay. those runs, right. for those runs, by a scheduler. Right. Correct. So, and they know this. And they know that they have to be upheld to it. The problem is, is that you're going to have to fight it. And the reason why I know that is, is because I personally have done it. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm getting my loads, my specific loads, every night now. Not a problem now. Mm-hmm. But I had to go through the grievance process, had to file with HR. And now, since they decide that they want to retaliate against me, I'm going to go to labor. Yeah. And I'm not hiding this from anyone. I actually told them in the room that day that I had the grievance that I'm going to labor. So I'm not saying anything yeah. that I, I wouldn't say to their face. Yeah, I got you. Because I'm not scared. I don't I don't try to stab people in the back like UPS always does. You just, won't come in, you just won't come in, do your job, and go home. That's it. It's like everybody else. But UPS just wants to make it harder on, on, on a lot of people. Plain That's all simple. I want to do. You think I want to come in here and, and, have and be my, harassed? Have my chest hurt? <laughs> but you want to do what they say you're supposed to do. Well, you do as you're told, as you're instructed to do. But you know, as you're suspe- but you do have agreements. To do, but what you're what, what you got to bid it on the route you bid it on the right. start time end time <clears throat> right the you loads bid on a run specifically because you want to. Uh, it's like it's it's like you. All right, I'm not going. You know, we're not going to tell you who you know what loads you have, whatever. But it's like you. You picked that load specifically because you liked the schedule. Yes, because you're able to do things as you perceive them. Same as you, you picked your run specifically for the schedule that you like, right? So I picked the one. Actually, I talked to my wife before I even picked because we're at bid now. Before I picked mine, I actually called my wife and I asked her. I said, "Look, I can take this four ten, you know, but um, you won't see me until like Wednesday nights and or Saturdays mm-hmm. and Sundays." And mm-hmm. she said, "No, just stay with what you're on. Yeah, that's a good run." So I mean, it fits my life schedule with, yeah. with like, my family. Like <clears throat> I can get an empty trailer uh, to what's scheduled. I can be out there, pick my boy up for school. There you go. That's what it's all about. So, something like that. You but, know what I'm saying? But, but see, that, that causes if, another if problem. If you just give me the empty that I'm scheduled schedule. to take. Yeah. yeah. See, see, they don't understand. UPS doesn't care or, about Or if, lo- if a load's ready, I mean, I'm okay with that. But actually, I'm scheduled an empty because I need an empty the next day. UPS doesn't care about your schedule. I don't know. Okay? They don't care about your life outside of here. They're they're worried about them boxes getting delivered, and that's it. They care about their schedule. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing about it is, is, you know, yes, we choose to work here, first and foremost. We choose to come here and work for this company. Okay? And I think all of us here right now, and I think the people that are listening, you do a good job at your job. It's your it's your profession. It's your, 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 you know, your career. It's not just a job. It's a career. You know what I'm saying? For a lot of people that come here. It's not just a job where you're looking for the next job. You're here and you're staying here. It's a career. You're here for life, you know, until you retire. You know, but, you know, they need to, I know it's dark side in it. (laughs) But people, every bid, you talk to your wife, like you said, and find out your schedule, your kids and stuff like that. So you can get home in time if you're working night shift to take the kids, put them on the bus or, or, you know, work a different schedule so you can get off early in the afternoon to go pick them up from school. You know what I'm saying? And UPS, that's the thing is they don't care about your schedule outside of here. 
but we do. We come in, we bid it on a run, a scheduled run that starts at a time and finishes at a time, okay, and, and the load's in between. So you're getting off at the time that you want because you bid it on that run the, for the a dif- reason. The difference is, say you're running behind, you, you have some preloads, you might go a little faster, cut a couple corners or something. Accident. Come on now. Don't be cutting I, I, no corners I'm now. saying take a, cor- a shortcut through the woods. Something, man. To Grandma's house? Because you, you don't want their load to be late. You want to get sorted. You do that for them. They will do nothing for you. A lot of people do that for them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I hear you. I mean, a lot. Yeah. It's just, it's it's a shame that it's not uh, the other way around, too. You know? You, you help so, each other out. Yeah, you help each other out. Pig season. Come on now. Come on. You, you can literally... Like I said before. Oh, here we you, go with you, this. You here we go with this. In there. Here we go. You can drive in there, <laughs> drop trowel, and literally take a shit in the middle of the parking lot, this and they guy. won't do nothing but wipe your ass for you. <laughs> you think I'm joking? I don't think that's going to happen, but nah. good luck. But during right. peak season, mm. peak season, dude, anything goes. Nah, up to a couple years ago. You know, but mm-hmm. see that, but ain't that, no long lines get in recently. I hey, know. nobody well, wants to get near maxi pad. That's right. That's for that's for a fact. But <laughs> but see that also brings in another problem, and this is why I said this. This actually creates another problem and another grievance. A scheduler <clears throat> schedules all loads, right? Whether you bring back empties, like one person needs to bring back an empty, like you said, Mister J Rod, that you have to have an empty for your for next your day, next day employee. But if you don't, bring but for back, somebody else for daylight, right? Or so if whatever. you don't bring back that empty and you're bringing back something else that's coming through, so what happens is, is we start getting shorted on equipment. That's well, what you created yeah. a problem. Now, why is it that the guy on layoff should not be filing a grievance on that, getting paid eight hours of pay just because you got to hire a contractor to bring in work because you didn't follow the freaking schedule? Mm-hmm. Now, where you was going with that, though, for a second there, because uh, I think we talked about it before, was a scheduler. Their job is to schedule the loads, but also the equipment coming in. So the centers and the hub have the right so amount of equipment. Yes. yes. And that's, you know, another thing that... If, and that if, but that brought me to my point. Why okay. do we have people on layoff, <laughs> and when you're using contractors to bring loads in, when it's your fault... But in, you caused this, not me. Yeah, you got, you but, got to pay a contractor to bring an empty in because right. you you had me pull. You you was hell bent on me pulling a pup home instead of the guy over there pulling two home. Right. But but with the new contract, it states that like um, he was scheduled to do. Right. Yeah. Uh, with the new contract, it states if you're on layoff, they have to call them back before yeah, article, they use uh, uh, contractors. Right. It's a. Uh, uh, Article twenty, but they have to be on layoff, right? They have to be laid off. I'll get it. I'll get it. And that that man bitted that room because he wanted to pull a set of doubles every day. Get the double extra pay. Couple of dollars. Well, then that leads me to the next thing with with the doubles pay. If you're scheduled with doubles pay in this contract, uh, book, if you're scheduled with doubles and you still don't go out of there with doubles, they still, still have paid. to pay you doubles pay. Hey, you're trying to pull teeth now. Mm. And it's in the contract. You know what I'm saying? You had to look but at, you had to look at one up. Article 6, or, or, excuse me, Article 26, Section 1D. The employer may not subcontract feeder work if qualified feeder drivers is on layoff or displaced from classification. Okay, so so let's go back to this. You heard that? So if, if a driver is, is – their run is cut that day. That's considered layoff. Okay, and a contract comes in that day, he that, can file. That is, yeah, that's, that's considered a layoff. Okay. I mean, it, okay. I'll read it again. Like I, I wanted to ask you: Is it layoff? Like you actually getting a pink slip? 
Like you actually got to lay off. There's nothing in there that's clear. Or, it states what, 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 what the definition of how layoff is. It says okay. if, an, if the employer may not some contract feeder work if a qualified feeder driver is on layoff or displaced from classification. So that means that if your ass is working inside the building, you're out of your classification. So therefore, you should not be bringing in contractors. And I've seen it. I've seen it now with the yeah. new contract. So, hey, Mr. Sean O'Brien, where you at? I mean... You know, in our local, in our locals, where locals, locals got to stand. Well, first and foremost, we, the members. Hold on, we filed. That's what I'm saying. We first and file. foremost, the members have to file on that for we, it to for it to get in your business agent. It was loud. It was filed. How long it was that? Oh my gosh, they've been filing the members since the contract got ratified. They've filed them before the contract got ratified. Really? Oh, yeah, I ain't so heard where about you at, that. Mr. Business agent, because you know, I, I don't, I don't see you coming up here and actually trying to have any type of grievance hearings. I ain't, I, I ain't heard nobody. Lame duck, man, lame duck. But yeah, we've been filing the grievances. I didn't know that. I'm not one. saying me personally, but I'm saying other people have filed. And, I, and listen, okay. I, like I, I, I ain't going to call you a liar, man. I ain't heard nothing about there's it. There's a lot of things I don't agree with. A lot of things that other, you know, some other people have done. They pissed off some other people, whatever. But you know, there's, there's two, there's two employees being laid off. And and that's the only thing I care about. There's two there's two employees laid off right now, with pink slips, laid off. But yet they're not bringing them back. You know what I mean? And I mean, clear, the new contract is in play, but nobody's following a new contract. I mean, honestly, it's 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 hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy when you advocate for veterans and hiring veterans, and you lay off a disabled veteran. Right. Right. <laughs> Laid them off too, and then they won't bring them back. Because they go, oh, well, we don't know. I mean, what do you mean you don't know? I'm telling you, Article 26, Section 1D, the brand new. I mean, dude, it's all over the place. I mean, come on. Now, I mean, look, I'm not trying to make fun of the, the you know, the, the Mr. Sean O'Brien, and, and I think that, you know, he made a contract or whatever, which leads me to another point that I would like to get with you on. I've been trying to find it. About what Miss Carol Toomey said. That's that. We're going we're gonna to talk about that what, on the ass end of this one. Um, what did she say on C-SPAN? We'll, we'll say that. We'll talk about it after break. Yeah, because yeah, I, I do want to uh, get into that because I want to finish it. But my question is, is this. We have a new contract. Why is it not being followed? You know, so whose fault is it? Is it, is it our union's fault? Our business agent's fault? In a whole, I mean, or is it, is it our president's fault? You know, the, the, actual, the actual Mr. Sean O'Brien. Or is it, is it um, the, the other guy that's in part of the division of ours? It's, uh, what is his name? Johnny Sawyer. I mean, what the freak is going on here? I, I tell you what, man. We ought to give, uh, like, first day of school and give a little homework. Maybe they could call in uh, next week and tell us what, what did happen on C-SPAN with who who's that? Uh, a caller? We can ask a caller to call in on yeah. that. If you yeah, know tell, somebody, tell us. Yeah, if you if you know somebody, yeah, that knows about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that we got way off eight hours of pay. If you have a schedule, you're supposed to follow the schedule. They cannot deviate from the schedule unless it's like emergency purposes or something of that nature. Because if it changes within the hour, they have. So that, to they, they can't the tell you. Well, you can come in four hours. Uh, at four in the morning, and then you come. As long as it doesn't conflict with your next day start time, you can go home and watch your kid for eighteen hours, and come back four hours later. Oh, but that's you're talking about supervision, not supervision. <laughs> yeah, we listen. I told you, it's a two tier consecutive. Well, yeah, it's, it's supposed, supposed to be. It's supposed to be eight consecutive, consecutive hours. But the thing is, is that there are some hubs out there, centers it's, it's out there. It's been whatever. grieved before in one, correct? To my. I, to my knowledge, to my I know a man that retired. He said he grieved. It is a consecutive. He won. He never got paid. I mean, 
Uh, I, I want to day he died. He well, it's, it's the, right here. It is the work week shall be five consecutive days of eight hours each, or feeder drivers only may work four days of ten hours each, and the hours of labor each day shall be worked uninterrupted succession. So, for all the idiots out there, the dumb ones, this is for you know management or supervision. If they can't, if they can't comprehend or understand the English language, succession means in a row. So that and and then it says five days or four days, right? I mean, it's just basic English here. So five consecutive days in succession for eight hours, or it's. Four consecutive days in succession for 10 hours. That's what that means. It doesn't mean anything else. There is no other language in there. I am getting tired of people saying gray area. That's not fucking gray area. You know, I got a little pissed off here. It, there's no gray area. The language says what it says. I think the pad is leaking. I think you need to change it out, bud. Take one of these beta blocks. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, this shit pisses me off because we got leakage. There's no gray area. It's, it's read the book. Read the book. I mean, there don't, is one don't, section. Don't smear it. Don't smear it. There is one section that you have to read into the other section, and I understand that, but nothing ever can contradict the actual national contract. It clearly states that. Anything in the blue pages cannot contradict the actual national contract. Well, it me like you would show them. Hey, it says right here. This is what it says. <laughs> then a month later... Same thing. Oh, right. Uh, explain, explain something to me, and, and we talked about like, this, like, this earlier. Like, if this was <clears throat> a law, you would be a habitual offender. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's UPS. Remember, they have UPS law, and then they have federal law. Yeah. And, and UPS and, and, thinks they're above federal law. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, oh, yeah. You know, they, uh, they could just also do it just to aggravate the shit out of you and just... Keep digging you and digging you. Uh, well, they do well, that, that, they do that at, at, every, every well, freaking I mean, day. I mean, that's probably in the training. Uh, yeah, that's that's management training, baby. Well, that is management training. Oh, that's facts. Yeah. Oh, that's facts. I, I mean, because oh. you know, the thing is, is that it's, it's like I said before. I don't want to be fucked with. Okay, I really don't. But you know, I had a supervisor actually put their fucking hands on me. Okay, that was the first time. And now the second time is is that they're actually verbally uh, uh, harassing me and discriminating against me. I'm tired of it. You don't think I have a right to say something, but as soon as I file a grievance, you want to come at me, you want to ask me dumbass questions about what, why I clocked down 45 minutes. Motherfucker, I'm only getting my eight hours. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to get my eight hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, just, I, I, I just want to do what you, your boss agreed to and what we agreed to. You know, I'm not out there doing 10 hours, 12 hours. And I'm not saying there are some people out there that, that drag their ass. I mean, whatever. That's that's on them. That's not on me. I don't drag my ass. Yeah. So you won't call me and ask me why the fuck I got my eight hours? I, I'm, I'm, out here, I'm out here saving the company money. We talking about? I'm doing eight hours to go home. <laughs> that's all I wanted. I wanted my eight. <laughs> but here, hey, I, I got something I want to talk about real quick. Yeah, I couldn't make eight, 12. Yeah, that's right. Right. But... I mean, I'd be a real fucking prick and do career, it for 14 hours. Your whole career. Drive safe, baby. Drive safe. <laughs> with these grievances. Fuck out of here. With these grievances that people file and they're heard at I'm the. Away. Falling too close. <laughs> well, that might be one of them. You're falling too close. <laughs> Distracted. Distracted. <laughs> Speeding. <laughs> I get that every day at the 126. Every freaking. Fuck. But, anyways. When you file agreements and it goes to panel, okay, 
And the union has to pay three hundred, four, five hundred dollars to. I heard it's like fifteen hundred. It might be fifteen. It's like I heard five hundred before oh, yeah. for somebody else, but then I've heard a thousand. Different unions are, you know, I, I've heard different things too. But here's my issue with all this: is you take something to the panel, and it's either one or decline or whatever. Okay, it's already been heard. Okay, so six months later, another another member has the exact same grievance. Okay. And they sent it back down to the panel again after it's already been heard and won or whatever. Instead of just saying that's money, um, yeah, you, it, that's you're a habitual offender. Here's five times pay for you not do you owe man five times pay. We've already grieved it. You continue to be a habitual offender. We're going to charge you five times the rate, and next time it could be more. The point of it is that's why it should be. The I point think it says that. The point of it is it says that now. The point of it is, is they're spending money to get there and hear the same grievances over and over again just to pay for the three uh, 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 Teamsters Maybe that are on run, the board. Maybe they and, run on their contract. They got to get their eight. That's how it They got to get their eight. We're, we're basically paying for that's their, their rumors, salary down there. That's how rumors get started. That's how they're getting paid by us continuously sending the same well, freaking shit over and over again, over and over again, over and over again. But that's not to get heard. That's not a rumor. I mean, they actually have sent things to the panel before that have actually been heard before. That's what I'm saying. Or you're grieving the same thing exactly. over. That's what I'm saying. It's already been won, but you're back down there seeing right. you know, the I'm, same issue over and over again. That's why Rod just made that point. Yes, I agree. I agree with what he said. It was a joke. But yeah, I think I think that's actually <laughs> I, I gotta find that out. So, but hey, we do need to take a break. Very good. I need I mean, some more coffee. We was on it today. Yeah, he needs some coffee. I need some coffee. Hey, at least I'm sound. I'm sound better today. I'm not <laughs> coughing and hacking boogers and shit over here on J Rod. Yeah. No, no, thank you. Thank you. Clean your throat out with something. Hey, let me let me use your T-shirt. Come here. We let me do. blood my nose. Come here. I need, we, I need we, that thing. We, we do. Thank you very much. Really, really. Thank you for not coming here today. Coughing. Hacking. Yeah, I only called for about three days. Of it. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I had it I for a month. Than you, I maybe I have better than immune. Uh, evidently, I had this shit for like a month. I got my boosters. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, he did say his lips weren't swollen, <laughs> <laughs> but yours might be. <laughs> Woo. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Son of a. That was, that was an hour, was it? And we're back. What are you guys over there doing? Looks like both of y'all just reading off your phones there. Uh, I think J Rod's looking at porn. I see some porn on there. Oh, oh, oh. That's some good stuff right there, ain't it? Try and find out. <laughs> the the runner for uh, Virginia Senate. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, change tracks here because uh, we're getting ready to get serious. So I'm gonna give it like a five minute little story or something. Serious, yeah. No, this ain't never serious when when us three get together. There was a driver, <clears throat> right? He was he was going to his ending destination. Well, he was extremely hungry. So one day he pulled over and, and got McDonald's. Uh, it was a uh, 
quarter pounder with cheese. Is this a true story or? Yeah, my understanding. It's a true story with French fries and a Coke. And that driver slammed that down, right? And it's it's about a 45-minute drive, maybe 50-minute drive to get to Your the rest area. No, oh. the rest area. Oh, okay. Well, apparently he wasn't able to make it to that rest area. So <laughs> this driver had to stop and pull over. This don't sound good. No, it was. Let me tell you, this is how it happened. Uh, this is what I was told. Um, driver got out of that truck, ran inside that that uh, Exxon Mobil or whatever it was. I don't know, it was some sort of gas station. Ran in there, and as he's running in there, he busts open the door, and there's an Asian guy sitting or standing there washing his hands. His eyes get huge. This guy busted the door like he's getting ready, you know. Robbed the place, or who knows, <laughs> raped the guy. Because I mean, oh my God. he said his eyes got big, like a silver dollar. And and the driver said he was looking around, and saw the stall, busted through the stall, <laughs> pulled his pants down as fast as he could, and I mean, it was nasty, dude, nasty. So after it was done, the driver was like, he was like, man, he goes, I thought I was in the clear. <laughs> He looked down between his legs, and right there it was. The whole mess was still in his underwear. And so he stands up and turns around and looks, and it looks like a skunk on the toilet because it looks like one stream of shit. Oh, my God. Just basically down the backside of the toilet. Mm. So he says that he, he cuts his underwear off, and, and uh, of course, you can't, can't flush down the toilet then, right? So he throws him in the trash can, does the best, cleans himself up, whatever. He walks out there, and there's two... Uh, I guess two customers that are also in there, and the one customer is walking back towards the bathroom. And uh, he said, he, <laughs> he said, he looked, he looked at that, oh he looked God. at that customer and said, Hey, I don't know if you want to go in there. It's uh, pretty nasty in there. <laughs> so he's trying to make it to the door, and all of a sudden you hear this in the background. This is exactly what he said. This is exactly what it sounded like. Oh shit! <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> Hell! Oh man! So the driver said he just kept, oh, <laughs> he, he driver said he just kept walking outside, right? Where he said it wasn't over with then. He's like he walks outside and there's this girl standing in front of him, walking right walking to the store, and there was another girl in the car, and both of them had their mouths wide open, big eyed. And they, he's like, oh man, did I? I have shit all over my back or something, you know. And he kept, he said he just kept walking to the truck. Well, he got in the truck and he noticed that it was a little cold. So he looked down, his little winky was hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. That's a hell of a story there, man. Oh, yeah. That, dude, yeah. Po- ponies out of the barn, huh? <laughs> that was a bad night for that driver, wasn't it? Oh, my Lord. I think it's bad for him and everybody involved. What are you talking about? <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's the story. I figured I'd start with that, get a little comedy in because we're getting ready to get a little serious. I think this might upset God. some people. But um, we said we wanted to save something. For the for the rear end, but I I, I want to say that this is probably let's get juicy. I think this is a little bit more important. Um, there was a um, there was a interview on uh, CNBC. Okay, I want to start off with that because then I think J Rod's got the rest of it. Um, but I, what I want to do is is I want to go ahead and play a little bit of this clip and want everybody to listen. All right, because this is what I've been telling everybody over this because this is not the best financial contract ever. Right. 
And and, and I'm gonna let Carol Tumay. <laughs> I'm going to let Carol Tumay take that thing away from him. I'm going to let Carol Tumay explain this, right? Because she needs to explain this. Because if it's not, if, if you don't believe me, please believe her. Because, and here we go. Well, that's not it. That's not it. What the heck is going on? Here? What's going on? Here? Stop. Whose music is that? Come on, can't get right. I can't even find that one. Hold mm. on, I'm looking for it. Damn, hit myself you in the club. Co- you need a coaching. Uh, uh, yeah, that's not <laughs> oh, what's going on there? There we go. All right, we got that stopped. All right, now let's press play. Hopefully we can listen to it. Uh, it says pause, play. Yeah, play. Yeah, play. All right, and then volume up. Save. Shoot. You reached. It covers about okay, 340,000 of your employees. The Teamsters, <laughs> they made a lot of headlines saying it was $30 billion in new money. How does UPS see that deal? Well, let me just say, we see this deal as a win-win. This win. is the CEO. It's not a $30 billion uh, uh, deal. It's a great deal for our people. It's a great deal for all the stakeholders that we represented during the negotiation. And did you hear what she just said? It's not a $30 billion deal. That came out of Carol Tumay's mouth, all right? I want everybody to listen to this. It's not a $30 billion deal, right? Here we go. Think about this. We represented our employees, our customers, our country, our shareholders, and our company. And when I look at the economics of the Teamsters deal, um, the compounded annual growth rate of that deal is 3.3%. To put that in perspective, the yield on the five-year treasury today is 4.4%. And even if you look at the historical average of the five-year treasury, it's 3.7%. So we came in a number that was under a five-year treasury yield. That's pretty good. And then what While I at said? the same time, continuing to pay the highest wages and benefits for our people. So I think that's a win. So it sounds like you're saying, at least in your mind, it was a deal and that you're more focused on the value of reaching the deal as opposed to the price. Like it's all about a win-win-win for all stakeholders. We, we value the fact that we pay our people the highest wages and benefits. We actually had put together a budget before we started the negotiation. And as I look at how the numbers played out relative to the budget that we put into, into plan, it compares very favorably. Now, oh. it's a bit um, of a barbell structure where it's heavier in the beginning of the contract, real low in the middle of the contract, and it steps back up at the end of the contract. Get this, 46% of the cost increase happens in the first year. So imagine what the last four years of the contract are. They're really good for us. And a 3.3% compounded annual growth rate, that's a deal we'll take every day. But it wasn't just about the money. We got work-life balance for our people while retaining the ability to deliver on the weekend, which is really important for our customers. (laughs) We retain the ability to let our part-time workers post for seasonal jobs during the holiday time of year when the volume surges. That's a win for us, that's a win for our part-time associates, and a win for our customers. Why go to the outside and hire people when we can use people that are already UPSers? So from every angle that I look at, it was a win-win-win. So I want to lean on this. You made headlines calling it a win-win-win. I think we understand what the win is for the customers and for the workers, but in all fairness, UPS shares, they are down double digits since you announced the tentative agreement. Just to be clear, what's the, the clear win for UPS investors? 
the clear one for UPS investors is certainty. We now know our labor costs over the next five years. What company can say that? Right. And because we know what our labor costs are over the next five years, we can put together plans to mitigate that cost. Right. Plans to drive productivity inside of our business through automation, which, oh, by the way, we retain the ability to do so. Cut uh, runs. Cut runs. Lean into parts wait of a minute, wait a minute. Did you hear what she just said? Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we retain to do so. Mm-hmm. So everyone else listening, that means that Coming near you soon is going to be an automated system, and your ass is going to be out on the street. Super hub, part-timers. Right. See, basically, what, I'm, what she just said is what I've been saying, that this is not the best deal. This is not the best financial contract deal ever. Even Carol Toomey is saying it. I mean, come on. We got, what, three was a 3% raise? Three, as and that's lower than what? 3.3% is the raise that we got over the five years. And it's below what the 4... 4.3%. Yeah. So they, they made out. <clears throat> that's why I stated before. The whole show about them standing up and screaming and hugging. We could have we got more money. the best contract ever. Oh, my we God. We could have got more she money. She just basically stated that we could have got more money because they already had... Mm-hmm. In their pocket, how much money they, they wanted, wanted to, to pay. spend. Yeah. And guess what? We got the low end of the deal. That's coming from Carol Toomey, guys. Ladies and girls and girls and whatever. That's coming from Carol Toomey. All right? The you- overall cost of the company is, according to Chief UPS Chief Financial Officer Brian Newman, right, quote, right in line, end quote, with company expectations. This statement alone exposes all the claims of the contract that represents a victory for the workers. Agree? No, it's not a victory for the workers. Exposes. Oh, oh sorry. Yes. Exposes. It's not a victory. Yes. It exposes this. Yes. <clears throat> Continue, please. I'm just, uh, you know, the words underscore the warning made in the statement published by the UPS Workers Rank and File Committee, which stated the contract is not a historic gain. Thank you. It is a sellout that helps limit the company's labor costs for the next five years. And that's not me saying it this time. The Teamsters claimed it eliminated tiers, but it maintained the company's bottom tier, part-timers who made up two-thirds of the 340,000-strong workforce. The new $21 an hour starting part-time pay is only slightly above Amazon wages and leaves UPS workers in poverty. They will be waiting for years to move up to full-time because the contract includes a pathetic 7,500 new full-time jobs over the next five years. And they're going to cut more part-time jobs with these super hubs coming in. Right. Pensions contributions will be frozen in much of the country in order to offset modest increases elsewhere. The general wage, general wage increases are below inflation for drivers. The air conditioning deal will leave drivers in most vehicles without air conditioning. And Uber-style personal vehicle delivery remains intact. That's only for, what, three weeks, though, right, for that, the, the personal vehicles? November, then it's November 15th through, through December 26th. Okay, so like so a month and a half, a month and a week or something like that? Or, yeah. Okay. Good. This says, the concessionary <laughs> contract is a devastating exposure of the Teamsters for a Democratic union which promoted Sean O'Brien as a supposed reformist. O'Brien, a long-term figure in the Teamsters bureaucracy and lieutenant to former President James Hoffa Jr. only, Posted as a fighter for workers in order to better prepare his betrayal. But didn't he fire O'Brien? Hoffa fired him, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. It should be pointed out that O'Brien was deeply engaged in closed door talks with the Biden administration, leading to the blocking of a potential strike of 110,000 railroad workers and the imposition of pro management contract. 
UPS management and the Teamsters bureaucracy also carry responsibility for the death of the UPS workers who try. Oh, my gosh. Continue. Continue. The death of what? Of UPS workers who died in the Dallas heat wave. Right. <clears throat> the Teamsters have also allowed the effective erasure of holidays for UPS workers in New York. In the D.C. area, the elimination for certain positions has resulted in a group of UPS workers taking a massive pay cut, proving all the more that the promises of the Teamsters are hollow lies. Hmm. But the willingness of UPS workers to fight cannot be contained by the Teamsters' bureaucracy forever. There is a mass of suspicion over the alleged 86% margin of passage of the contract. The UPS rank-and-file committee has held and will continue to organize meetings of workers to organize opposition of the contract. So, uh, you know, what he just said, and then from listening from what Carol Tumay said, now if anybody wants to go there, it's on CNBC. Go to CNBC.com and look it up. It says, <laughs> and this is, this is the headline for it. CNBC exclusive, UPS CEO Carol Tumay on Teamsters contract, holiday peak and innovation. That is where you can go. You can listen to the whole thing because I want to play it all the way out because I think it's like half hour or whatever. But, you know, all right, you, what you just said, okay, and then what I've been saying, that this is not the best financial contract ever, you know. Uh, basically, uh, they were put, putting the wool over people's eyes, all right, because like I stated before, it's 3% over a five-year contract. UPS basically stood up and screamed and hollered and hoot and hollered and, I mean, probably had a, a, a party. The, the same night that uh, the Teamsters were jumping up and hooting and hollering. They say billions. <laughs> because, yeah, uh, they saved a bunch. Because they already uh, stated. She stated that she they stated. already had a dollar amount. Mm -hmm. And 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 our, un our local, our union, sorry, <clears throat> was at the bottom end of it. Ain't that something? There was more money out there to grab. Oh, my gosh. There's yes. more money out there Because she said it. Grab. She was like, look, it's 3% over the <clears> whole thing. She goes, we win. We mm -hmm. won. Of course we'll allow it. Yeah. We just played a game. They played a hard game uh, so, come, come uh, again, January. Again, as I stated, we were never going to strike. Never going to strike. I think they knew back, uh, what, July 4th or whatever, when I think they, 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 knew, walk, I think they walked they knew away and they're like, years ago. they're thinking, well, let's just play hardball. Let's just uh, walk away for a second. But we already know that hey, right. this is going to be on our side. It's, We're going to win this one. Let's it's, draw it out a little bit further. Listen, dude, it's, it's all the same <laughs> shit. Playing games. It doesn't matter where you're if you're a Democrat, a Republican, independent, whatever, it's the same thing. Correct. We are the little people and they are mm -hmm. the elites. Whether it be your senator, congressman, yeah, president, yeah, white vice collar, president, or white collar, blue collar, and then go into the, just go into the uh, it's it's a business, dude. It's all mm -hmm. about making money. It's Boy, power, yeah, power, absolutely. Money. People absolutely. want to be in power and money. So it makes this world go around, baby. So to <laughs> me, again, I state this, and I and I'm sorry if, if listen. I understand that some people go, oh, it's the best contract. Ever. Well, the thing is, is that you know what you need to you need to enlighten yourself a little bit more. You need to pay attention. You need to look into the news a little bit more. Don't pay attention to just CNN or just Fox News or just Newsmax. Yeah, because over the life of the contract, the payroll cost will increase 3.5%, and your pension <laughs> and health and welfare benefits is going to average a 2.7%. Right. <clears throat> right. That is, that's not even meeting inflation we today. We could have gotten a lot more. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that they accepted it and they shoved it down everybody's throats, and then they expect us to understand that, hey, you know, we did the best that we could. Carol Tomei just said you didn't. Mm -hmm. She just said it. You didn't do shit. Yeah. <clears throat> you basically got suckered in. 
We were never going to strike. No. This whole thing was a joke. I was, a, and, and you could go back and listen to my podcast before. I've been telling everybody it's only three percent over five years. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Said so, um, the financial advisor Newman boasted health and welfare contributions increased by fifty percent, fifty cents per yes. hour each year, and there was no increase in contributions to multi-employer pension plans. This is the first contract in over 20 years that does not include an increase in the contributions. Yeah. Well, it's well, they still had the other 50 cents held back, correct? They're allowed they went on to, to praise use. flexibility. The contract provides management. Right. This contract was for UPS. I have I not been stating that. I get it. Yeah, you're making $49 an hour. Okay, at the end of this contract. 49.09. 49.09, whatever. But the problem is is that Realistically wise, inflation is it's still going up. Right. And, and I, it ain't and settled I, out yet. And I've stated before, we're not in inflation. It's not inflation anymore, guys. Well, yeah, it's every day. It's, it's going to settle. Yeah, it's going to be right it, here. It, right here is where yeah. it's settling at. So you, you're going to buy milk, $5, just pack of cigarettes now yeah. down here. Down here, pack of. Uh, how much is a can of Skull now? $7. $7, $8 now? And then a pack of smokes, I believe it was like $8. Juicy lips? Juicy lips. <laughs> you answer that? A 22 ounce can of beer, <laughs> it's like $3.69. Bag of chicken wings about twenty bucks. <laughs> Chicken's always cheap. That's what I like. I like that's, uh, that's like my chicken. diet. Chicken, 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 baby. I love chicken. But that, that's my whole point behind all of this. It looks this like was, you, looks like you need to go on a bigger not, diet. This was not the best. <laughs> this was not the best financial contract ever. It was not. They they blew smoke up everybody's rear end. I'm sorry. Uh. Carol Toomey just said it, so anybody wants to argue with me, I mean, even anyone in the IBT, argue with me, please, because all I'm going to do is, is I'm going to send you right here mm-hmm. to this website, to CNBC, and let you listen to her interview, mm-hmm. because she's basically telling us, this was not the best contract mm-hmm. ever for you guys. Yeah. What happened is, is that we actually made out better. We're only playing out three per three point three percent of 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 our earnings to you. That's it. Three point three percent of our earnings. Three point three percent of UPS's earnings are going to the employer. That's it. Mm-hmm. She said it. She said this and, is and not, it's a win win win. <clears throat> but it's why she says win 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 yeah. is because UPS <clears throat> they got the three wins. Mm-hmm. We only got the one win. She's still being nice. But you can see you can see it in her face. She's still being uh, facetious on all mm-hmm. of this because she's she's got this. I mean, seriously, everybody needs to look at it. It's a it's like you know it's a smirk. It's one of them fuck you smirks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got screwed. Yeah, just like all these super hubs are building, which right. You know, we can't it's, stop and that. She said, which we can do by the way. Exactly, we can't stop it. So everyone needs to understand that your yes. job is going to be lost coming near you soon because that's what's going to happen. Yes. They are brought. They are building them. Yes, absolutely. ERCPA. Yeah. Carlisle, the one down there in uh, North, North Carolina. Carolina. It, yeah. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming near you. And they're already trying to do the whole Tesla thing with the tractors. I mean, I do know that they're actually messing around with Tesla because right now Tesla's the only one that has one of the better capabilities uh, capabilities for uh, the battery operated and also the um, um, the autonomous whatever it is. You know, it yeah, drives driver, itself. Yeah. Uh, dude, UPS is working towards that. So honestly, by the time I retire, and, and I'm not joking, by the time I retire, the feeder division will probably be brought down to basically nothing but conductors. 
And then why Why would I, I'd say about 25, 30 years, dude You could be gone before that You're old, dude I, Come on But man. I'm saying the 25 to 30 year time frame Yes, maybe yes That, yes There's not going to be a feeder department anymore You're just going to be a conductor And then that schedule will be followed by that computer And all you're going to do is, is Sit behind the wheel And take over when you need to take over But and I guess think what? You're $49 an hour At $49 an hour You think they're going to pay you $49 an hour While something else is driving And taking care of everything? Yeah. No, that's not going to happen you but know, I think I think they're going to try it out like on, on flatland first before they do the. You know, well, like, it'll be in the West Coast where yeah. it's all straight and everything else. Yeah. But that's what I'm trying to explain to people. <clears throat> Your job will not be there. So whoever is starting now, you literally only have maybe 30 years, if if that, because they trust me, they are pushing this 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 AI stuff. Not unless not unless not unless they get more members. You know, for with uh, other companies to keep to keep pension and you know, but UPS is going to be non-existent. Well, you're st- they're still going to be out here. You still have delivery drivers. Physically, yeah, you still have to deliver the. But they're going to figure that one out too. They're already doing the drone thing up here in New York. They're also doing um, a other <clears> thing where you know, I mean, come on, they're already doing the pizza thing where it's driving around and nobody's in it. And it's a little robot that drives around and delivers pizzas. I ain't seen one yet. Yeah, it's not here, but I'm uh, saying it's coming near you, dude. It's like right now, right? Okay. Even even d- down here in in, in hey, the what, eastern side of things. What I okay. see, what's coming near to me real soon. Stuff comes here. Is a twelve pack of beer. Well, yeah. okay, that's coming. That's coming. That's <laughs> definitely coming. But what I'm saying though is, is that it does come. I mean, look look how much far we have advanced within the fifty year time frame, sixty year time frame. I agree. I agree. I mean, I'm come not, on. I'm not when arguing we were kids, that. We didn't have we didn't have computers. I'm not arguing that. Here's the, here's the we thing. We had that yeah. you know that dial up shit that we had. And now, nowadays, everything's like that, dude. That yeah. that that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. every four years, they're they're upgrading five <clears> G E. You know, it was it was LTE three G LTE LTE G. Then it was uh four uh, LTE. And, and, I mean, but look, now we're in we're in five G. You know, that, I mean, that's the next thing. I got What's you. next? Six G, seven G. I mean, by the time I'm about ready to die, I guarantee you, shit will be so fucking fast it'll probably be in your brain. You won't have a computer anymore. You got a chip in your yeah. brain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Next thing you know, you know the news. But China, it, China. <laughs> Where you at, J. Rod? I ran. I ran. <laughs> no, it's Korea, Russia. Those, those guys are best friends now. Did you see that? They were over there no. slapping hands. <laughs> yeah, they were eating dinner. Swapping IBCM. Yeah, swapping <laughs> IBCMs. Bye bye, Ukraine. Yeah, bye bye, Ukraine. ICBM. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. An IBM is something different. No, no, no. So it's ICBM. Yeah. Yes. IBM, enter body massage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's my whole point, man, is that everyone needs to wake up. And I get it. Some of the old heads, and I call them old heads, and I do that out of respect, but the old heads, meaning that they've got, you know, the 30 years in. I get <clears> it. They're <throat> at the end. They don't care. No. But it doesn't make it right that you don't care. Because you know, well, somebody cared for you when you were a young driver. You should care. Yeah. But they don't. I mean, honestly, they don't. It's yeah. all, and you know what I hear? Oh, I'm just trying to get to the end. You yeah. know, it, I don't <clears throat> want to start new fights. I just want to. You know, you know, talking about the pension here real quick, I'm going to mention about this. I talked to a, a senior driver uh, the other day, and back in 09, if everybody was here at that time, they cut the, uh, the pension back. Well, I asked this driver that's been here longer than myself, and uh, it was 17 years uh, before 09 when he started. So I asked him, I was like, in those 17 years before 09, have you ever seen the pension go up or go down? 
And he said, no. For 16 years, I think 16 or 17 years, I think it was, I think it was, I think it was 16. But in 16 years' time, before 09, it never went up or went down. But 09, it, it, it went changed. down. It went down in 09, for sure. But it just recently went up. But I asked him this question. I said, if you ever talk to the drivers that's already retired, okay, that's, you know, because he said 16 years, right? So I said, if you talk to any other drivers that's already been retired for years, ask them in their time frame here, have they ever seen the pension go up or go down? And uh, I think he's going to ask. He ain't got back to me yet. But I find that ironic that he's been in for 16 years before 09, before they, before they cut the pension. It has never gone up one dollar, one penny, or down. Right, I get that. But see, here's the other thing I don't understand. Because I did, I did <laughs> ask this question towards my business agent, and he told me pretty much. <clears throat> he told me pretty much it's thirty two weeks, and that's that's pretty much how uh, they look into it. <clears throat> uh, it says here. He says contributions are paid weekly. One day worked equals one week contribution. One day worked. Counts for the whole week. Right. Yeah. At at 40 hours a week, 35 weeks equals one year credit. Okay. 35 weeks. Okay. But we have 52 weeks a year. Correct. Okay. So what happens to that? UPS doesn't stop paying contributions. What what happens to that money? Where where does the rest of those weeks go to? And money. Well, that's my question is because I do know that there's another local... um, And I want to say it's like, you know, the Washington, D.C. area... Their pension is like right around eight nine thousand dollars, but they get a bump in their pension if Big they money. work over a certain amount of hours. Big there money. are a lot of hours. So my question is, is to every local out there, to everyone who's in a different local, why is it that we're only getting credited for thirty two weeks? What is happening to the rest of that money? UPS is still paying them mm-hmm. for them extra. Uh, 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 what is it? Twenty weeks. They're still being paid. That contribute twenty weeks is still is missing. So where is that contribution going to? What's that? What's that? Was it about eight hundred? Some dollars, nine hundred dollars a week per person. If you work one day, they well, pay for the health and welfare well, and pension. Well, everybody's different. Well, that's an old book. There, well, it's that's old changed. Book, but some people are like a thousand. I think we're like at nine hundred and something. Yeah, you got to add. It's like three hundred. It, it, it's between eight, eight, nine hundred dollars per employee. Something. It's like nine eighty six or something like that. <clears throat> is what I understand. Uh, but my my thing is my thing is on that is is that you know why is it that other locals or other joint councils or whatever, they actually, if they work more hours than what their accredited year is, they actually get a bump in their pension. Why don't we, why doesn't every other union, why, I guess this is the question, why are we all separate? We're supposed to be a union. Yeah. Why are we all separate on how things are running? Well, well, what you stated earlier, well, I think off air, um, there's the IBT pension, and then you have other uh, um, pensions that are not not uh, upheld by the IBT. Uh, they're on their own. It still doesn't matter, dude. The but they pays the exact same amount I, for I, every employee I out there. I get you. I get you. But my my thing is, so is why like, is everybody's different? I, 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 I'm not going to argue that. I, I, I can't. You know, but I will say this: I have a friend that's been retired for for many years now, and before he retired, he showed me his his pension, his payout. Each year, okay, and like I'm just making numbers up. I just know that they're in this category. I'm not, you know, the more hours he works, 
Well, okay, maybe it is. I don't know. I never asked him that, but I noticed that you know, like one year, just to say, like in two thousand, he made like uh, three hundred fifty-one dollars for that year for his pension. We ain't bothering you, are we, Jay Rudd? You ever sleeping? What are you doing? He's <laughs> <laughs> just like lost. But, <laughs> but the following year, it would be like two fifty. I guess it depends on how well they managed the money, or like you said, hours worked, or whatever the case may be. I don't know. But ours is set at at a hundred a year. That's it. What and that's mean, what do you mean a hundred? Like each year you work, you get a hundred, hundred dollars. That's oh, how. Oh, that's oh, how. Oh. That's how it's ours is set up. Yeah, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Thirty-two weeks. You work thirty-two weeks. Well, you you get a hundred dollars. You, you After know, you, thirty years of service, by a the year. Way. Yeah, a year, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is, is how come ours is stuck at right at a hundred every year that you work? You get a hundred dollars increments. That's why I was telling. Okay. You. And then and then the other locals are getting the, his fluctuates now. I mean, it'll be like two hundred one year, uh, uh, four. 25 one year and then it'll go back down to 375 it just it fluctuates to i don't know how it's worked i don't know if it's the way they manage the money or the hours they work i don't know again i stated that everybody needs to start going to meetings i can't but i don't know how many it just irritates me and what irritates me is this is our our local is so behind on the pension okay so behind now hold on hold on hold on let me finish they're so behind because this is money. This is people people need to hear this. You're so behind on the pension because you have not upped it. But here here in the last couple of years, you upped it five hundred dollars, and that's the last time in like freaking thirty forty years that you've upped it. Okay, so now you know the the economy is is so. Uh, uh, am I good? Yeah, you're good. He was spiking a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, Inflation, everything's going up, but our pension's not going up, okay? And I think the problem's going to be with what you stated, Mox, was the president, O'Brien stated, that the pension has to be close or, or near to the IBT pension, correct? That's that's what I've heard. Okay. So what is what what is that, $5,200? I, I don't I, – I, I, I tried to look for it. I tried to look for that stupid piece of paper. I, I want to say between 4800 and 5200 somewhere right around there. Okay. Well, my issue is is our local being – being, being lackadaisical about – about I correct on that? We're, we're 4,000 for 30 years. 30 years. But what I'm saying is is you've been so – not keeping up with, 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 the, with the raises of the pension – you know, uh, you're going to jump it, you know, to a thousand dollars. So going from four to five, now you're going to have an influx of drivers wanting to retire. Now, now, if you just did it the way I, I say you should have done it was back 20 years ago, every year, raise it $50, hundred dollars. So instead of a hundred dollars, make a hundred fifty, two hundred dollars that year. See what I'm saying? Honestly, I think it should be about if you work more hours than than your fellow man or female woman, whatever. I, I think that your contributions should be go up a little bit. So let's say, that well, I don't, work, I don't, you work I get what you're saying. Me, I, I got I you saying that your contributions should be a little higher than me. Listen, it's, I, it's my choice to work eight hours. It's I'm, your choice to work the four, twelve to fourteen hours. I'm not going to speak upon that right now because I ain't done the research or anything. So but I'm not speaking two. upon that. We are number two. To my understanding, our pension is number two. Number two, what? Number like of the best. It's like number two is what I in the state or in, in, in the I don't know uh, that national state. I don't know if that meant the East Coast. I was just told it's it's the best. 
Number two. Somebody, somebody, some. Who, who, I don't, where, are you get, where are you getting information from? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. But this person, this person said it's okay. It's, right. it's, I know that person. Right. It's the best around. I, I'll ask the question. I'll yeah, the question I like. I, I would like to know that. I'll, you know, elaborate. <laughs> yeah. but, but the thing is, is I want to state this, and I want to state this again and again and again. Okay, hit me. I don't care if you think that your union doesn't do anything with you. You need <laughs> to go you. to your union meetings. You need to understand. You need to ask the Get questions. Involved. Need, Get yes, involved. You, because if you're not involved, that allows your union to do whatever they want to do. Correct. And you know whose fault that is? Ours. And and uh, Right. So it's anyone ours. that listens to this, and you're asking yourself, why is my pension not? Point at yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you don't even show up. Yeah. And I don't care what your excuses are. I work on a Sunday. Yeah. And then I go, I go down to the meetings, and then I come back from a meeting, and I go to work. So if you're going to give me an excuse because you get – I'm not saying to make every meeting. I'm saying you should go to one, maybe two. <laughs> You know, listen to what 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 your union is doing for you, because the the if you relax on your union, of course, your union's not going to do their job. They're not going to be strong. Right. So to make a union strong, you everybody out there that is in a union, no matter if it's UPS or not, you have to stand with your brother or sister. If you don't, you're not a union. Go pick up a dictionary. Like I told, you know, somebody that works for UPS <laughs> on the management side, pick up a dictionary. Read what the what the word union means. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I mean, this other person needed a dictionary for different wording. He didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I'm I'm being dead serious. Everyone doesn't understand what a union is anymore, and that's what makes a union weak. Mm-hmm. Because didn't you tell me, Mister J. Rod? Did you not find something that pretty much said that only thirty six percent of people actually voted? It was only one hundred fifty thousand, right? One hundred fifty thousand people voted. That's, that's what it said. Right, so it's like thirty six percent. It's be, always been low. But you got to be fucking kidding me, dude! It's always been low. There's, there's three hundred fifty thousand members. Now I'm not saying all of them might not be in the union. How many? I don't know how many are in the union. I've heard different different numbers: three fifty, four hundred, whatever. But my thing is, <clears throat> it's sad that only that many people voted. So you're telling me that it's passed because of 36 percent of people? What did everybody else think? You know what's sad is me and Jay Rod showed up here early this morning and there wasn't no coffee, no breakfast. That's Are you, sad. No, excuse me. You got coffee. What? Yeah, the cup is sitting right there, dude. That was like a half a cup. That's dude. a full that's cup. like, dude. That was like two sips and it was gone. That is a dude. 16 ounce. And the shit was lukewarm. Shit was been out there for hours. It was dude. steaming. It was just made. J-Rod, he did us wrong again. And then J-Rod's got his sprites, so J-Rod's happy. Okay. Well, where's breakfast? You know, breakfast. That's at the store. It's called Cracker Barrel. You buying? Yeah, I'll be there. Wait for me. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I knew better than that shit. All right, we've we've had enough today. Uh, we, we we could beat this to death, but I, like I stated again, it's like I'm gonna beat J. Rod with this stick. If you don't, it, it, before <laughs> everybody probably thought everybody probably thought that I was wrong or that I was crazy. But you know what? You are crazy. Here's the thing. I, I wanna, You've been known crazy. Here we go. Here we go. I want I'm, I, I want to be known as a conspiracy theorist. All right, and my pronouns are ready. Here's my pronouns. I told you so. Honestly, I told you so. This is not the best contract ever. We got screwed. And Carol Tomei said it. So if you, if, if you want to argue with me, go watch CNBC and watch the interview. Because literally, it's jaw-dropping. I smiled the whole way through because you know what? I sit there and I said, yep, 
That's right. That's exactly what I've been saying. Now she comes out and says it. So with that being said, this is not the best contract ever. Never has been. And Carol Tumay actually put it in her own words that it was not. So I want everyone to have a wonderful weekend. You're probably more than likely going to hear this on Monday. So uh, I want everybody to have a wonderful week. Uh, stay safe out there. And uh, hopefully we'll see you all uh, next weekend. All right. Go on.